0: welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is the show where we take a K-drama, we watch it two episodes at a time, and then we get together here every week to talk about it.
1: Yeah, this week we watched episodes 9 and 10 of season 2 of Hospital Playlist. Is that the weirdest way to say it? Because you just keep saying of over and over again?
0: (laughs) It might have been. I genuinely didn't listen because I was still thinking about the cliffhanger.
1: Yeah, Oh, so 10 pulled it because... Okay, so listen. I I will say that this show maybe does so many things so well, but one of the things it does only fine, really, is cliffhangers. Sometimes it feels like they want something to be a cliffhanger, and then it's not. Sometimes they don't even try. They just tell you about something, and then the episode ends. And then sometimes, as in episode (laughs) 10, they went hard with the cliffhanger, and they didn't even spoil it in the final, you know, the next time
0: on. (laughs) Yeah, you always watch that. I never watch those.
1: Always watch them. They did not spoil it. I can tell you now, I still don't know whose name is going to come up as who was attacked. There's two possibilities,
0: I feel like. hmm So it's not Young Suk-young, because no. that was what I thought was going to be the cliffhanger, was his and Minha's date. Finally. Oh my god, my heart <laughs> leapt out of my chest. I am so excited.
1: It was so cute, and then they immediately overshadowed it.
0: <laughs> don't do that. I need hey, him me. to be happy. Don't be like, anytime he has a glimpse of happiness, let's put someone in his life in peril. <laughs> Take away
1: his happiness. Make everything sad.
0: <laughs> They're trying, and I don't want them to.
1: No, but they are trying, So we know it's not him, and I suspect it's not Jungwon.
0: Yeah, probably not on Jungwon. Yeah. I I doubt it. He didn't even occur to me.
1: Yeah, I think he's in surgery or something. Um, Again, they play with time a lot, so it's hard to trust anything. It could be two days later. I just don't think it was, because I think we're supposed to wonder if it's Junwon, who was last seen leaving the hospital, or Ik June, who was at an employee, a team dinner, right?
0: Mm hmm. I, in my mind immediately went to Ik June.
1: I think it's gotta be Ik June. I, that's who I think it is. Uh, I just feel it, there is the possibility that it's Jun Wan and then we'll kind of interweave him being attacked with ixun's guilt over being the pits about everything and then being super sad about her terrible decisions that we all (laughs) could have told her were terrible decisions she needs a friend in her life telling her that's a shitty plan
0: that's the worst plan i've ever heard my guy don't do that plan
1: whatever you've decided to do it's wrong in fact, you don't get to make choices for yourself anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Just kidding.
1: What women do what they want, even if they're ruining their
0: lives. It's fine. We love to see it.
1: No, yeah, I'm
0: glad they're <laughs> back together. I'm glad she finally had an adult growth spurt and said the words, "I still like you." That's what's going on with me. And I can deal with that on my own. It is my burden to bear at this point since I dumped you. But, you know, if you wanted to reconsider, my door is always open. I'm cool with that. Yeah,
1: that's a pretty good way to put it, I guess. Because at least it wasn't, please take me back. I would have said, dump her ass. But (laughs) the fact that she was willing to say... Hey, I know what I did was really messed up and I think it's too much to ask for everything back. This feels like you said, my burden, but you should know that the reason you're the picture on my phone is I have a lot of feelings still. So thank you. Good night.
0: <laughs> I, yeah. Can I say, can we just stream of consciousness for a moment here? So I thought in that moment in the hospital when he saw her phone background that he would also show his phone background and it would be her. And I realized oh. that that was dumb because he hangs out with her brother all the time. <laughs> Not a good idea. Which then reminded me of that scene which they showed of Lee Ik-Joon picking up Ik-Soon's phone and seeing the background, which... I thought, like, five minutes after we turned off the recording last time, I was like, ah, oh, we forgot to mention that. That was such an odd moment that I will belabor forever if they don't come back to, just like the silver suit from season <laughs> one, which I also thought with the two, the two friends, the storyline with the two friends, they had a moment where they're talking about one of the friends' weddings and homegirl from Konos says, I can't find one of the guys in any of the video from the wedding. And leek June says, oh, well, maybe he was collecting the money donations. Maybe he was at the door. You should ask people from the wedding. I genuinely thought, I know this is dumb, because we know all the people involved in wedding number one but i thought for just a moment that it would be kim junwan who was this like star witness at this trial and he <laughs> would be like oh yeah i went to that guy's wedding and yeah that guy was there and there's a video of me there because it was my patient's daughter's wedding or something <laughs> it doesn't make any sense now that i say it but i wanted it i wanted answers I love that
1: entire rewrite because it's such a K-drama moment, right? And I actually think that we could make a case that this K-drama doesn't do dramatics quite that far, except they 100% do. Because I feel like Minha and Kyung's entire relationship (coughs) is that level of, no, that's not possible. Like, when he (laughs) showed up, at her parents, what, Airbnb thing? Uh-huh. And then it somehow got back. It wasn't just that he was there. It was that he was there. It came up that he was there. The word got back to the hospital. To Minha, somehow, in that time. Word travels fast in this hospital, I guess, but also outside of this hospital and everywhere surrounding the lives of these people who work in this hospital because it got back to her. And then she sent word to her mom and then her mom shows up and just like, I guess what I'm saying is like
0: that. I liked it.
1: I did too. I guess what I'm saying is that your rewrite, I think some people would say no too far fetched for this K drama. That's supposed to be about science and medicine. Absolutely not. Do, no one come at Emily for any far fetched storyline wherein we finally have a justification for the silver suit existence.
0: <laughs> Be- yeah. Um, I I will say, I think, I think they showed that uh, how somehow they find out that it's Mina's parents' place. And then Anjangwan tells Gyoul and Gyul tells Mina. I don't know that first gap. Either way, I was so excited for that camping trip, and then it was nothing. It they was took it away. Zero things. It was just Seok-young and Jun won not getting along. Stupid. But if we're talking about the chaos of this show, is it a hospital trauma? Is it a serious <laughs> like um melodrama about hospital life and surgeries and people being serious doctors, or is it a ping pong tournament? It
1: might be a ping pong tour episode nine was a ping pong tournament. But could
0: they <laughs> I don't I guess I'll never be happy because they couldn't even commit to the whole ping pong tournament bit. They just said everybody quit because they get called in to their jobs. Because it's in the middle of the workday, and they're still on shift? They're still and it's working? And
1: it's not It's not everybody take shifts and participate in this tournament in shifts, and it can take place over this amount of time, and then the finale is on this day, and, y- you know, get your shift covered if you want to be in the finale. It's actual doctors and nurses showing up to a ping pong tournament in the middle of the in the middle of the day i mean i guess one could make an argument that doesn't matter if it's day or night in a hospital but also that same argument could condemn the ping pong tournament even further like maybe <laughs> there's not a time to have it
0: maybe let's not have this ping pong tournament then. i don't know is this director ju's idea whose idea was this <laughs> who backed this program i don't get it I liked it to some extent, but I wasn't crazy about it. And I think it felt a little bit like the writers were giving up on hospital playlist. They were done with the hospital part. We can still have our music. We can still have our, our fun at the end of the show where the band gets together and plays a song. But the hospital part, we're done with. We're doing the Olympics now. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the ping pong olympics i think there were a lot of cameos in these episodes that also i just didn't know because oh. i suspect that a lot of the people that kept popping up like the people who were amazing at ping pong it just had a cameo feel to me right
0: yeah now that you say it i didn't even catch it but now that you say it 100 percent. you're probably so right okay it well, to be
1: but it also <laughs> They do, a, they do a lot of build-up for their cameos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was an entire tournament for that cameo. I did vaguely recognize one of the two best friends in the that storyline with the donor relationship, which I liked. I liked that whole storyline. I thought it was well-paced, and it was in the background, and it was a little bit of sweetness to just distract from. The rest of the drama. Yeah. It was cute. And I kind of recognized one, so I was like, yay! (laughs) That's always a fun feeling. I've watched enough dramas to recognize actors occasionally.
1: I I always like that, too. It's always a good feeling. I don't know that I did recognize either of them. Fair. Do you know where
0: your recognition was from? I know. No. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's a very sweet question. It's really nice of you to assume that my brain is functional in that capacity. It is not. No, that's (laughs) your job. You're very good at that.
1: I need to get better at it, clearly.
0: (laughs) If you can get step one, you can get step two. I can get step one. I can never know where they're (laughs) from. I just know their face. No idea where I know it from.
1: The the facial recognition has skips a step.
0: Yep, the final step, <laughs> the important step. <laughs> it's just not there. <laughs> Ooh.
1: Um, can I tell you about a moment? We're going pretty darn out of order at this point, yeah. right?
0: Okay. Yeah. Yes. Sorry <laughs> for this chaotic first fifteen <laughs> minutes here.
1: Sometimes, you know, we just do. So we go with what our brains feel is best. And right now our brains say Talk about when they sang Bon
0: Jovi. <laughs> so when I lived in Japan, in a very rural little fishing village, we sang karaoke a lot, my husband and I, just with the the older people, usually our coworkers. It's a big thing. Going Mm -hmm. out with your co-workers A couple times a year To celebrate co-working together It would (laughs) always be karaoke We would always do a bad job So eventually We finally asked Do you guys know any songs That you want us to sing And one of the guys said Bon Jovi's Is my life So me I was so excited (laughs) I finally got to sing along to one of the songs on hospital playlist. It felt like a trip back in time. For me, only 2 years back in time, but for other people maybe back to the 80s and that's fun too.
1: Yeah. Um I remember I have some pretty fond memories of Bon Jovi. My mom enjoyed enjoyed bon jovi and their offerings their musical offerings maybe not i don't remember ever listening to an album but she would you know turn up their songs when the radio came on Mm -hmm. and so i enjoyed it a lot for that i loved that they leaned into the whole aesthetic of rock and roll even though their aesthetic of rock and roll is just borderline goth just yeah
0: (laughs) but it's hot like yeah i was um, into
1: it very specifically, something I want to mention. So, chiboy, Jung Wan. <laughs> Wan Wang. He is a beautiful human being that we have seen in other things. And I guess the thing is, I see his beautiful angel face in this, and I think, God, he's so cute, you know? Uh, what, what an attractive man. I got such borderline Dong from Mr. Sunshine vibes from his rock and... It was so borderline, right? It wasn't straight up Dongmei from Mr. Sunshine, but it was enough that it just took me back to his bad boy days in that show and how much we adored him. I think mm-hmm. you even more than me, but I I just, I was so attracted to him, even though he was, it was such a campy goth rock and roll um, uh-huh. Both campy and goth somehow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, completely. I saw his bare arms and his probably oiled up skin. Hundred <laughs> percent. I was gone. So attracted to that man. Oh, th- why, why, <laughs> why did you all do that? I love it so much for you. Yeah, thank you
1: for this gift, and also, I don't understand, but thank you. I won't question it any further, but why?
0: But why? (laughs) And thank you for this being a TV show, so there's not that one friend, Kim Jun-won, you know who you are, who shows (laughs) up and is like, no, I didn't order leather pants, I'm not doing the outfit thing, I'm wearing my regular (laughs) clothes, thank you, You're not allowed. This is a costume party. Wear your costume. Put on your chains. (laughs) Pierce your ears. We are piercing each other's ears, whether (laughs) you like it or not. And you will look darn silly in your slacks and your little jumper. No. Get your leather goods on. We're piercing ears. We're shaving a mohawk as well.
1: Yes. That'll last longer. You'll look very dapper at work with that mohawk and your white
0: lab coat. (laughs) Oh, I loved it. It was really weird, but I loved it.
1: (laughs) I'm obsessed. I just, I didn't see it coming. They even said we're going to play It's My Life, and I didn't believe them. I thought it was a joke.
0: I mean, I understand that because... They said for three episodes that they were going on this big camping trip together, and then only <laughs> two of them went. So how can you be trusting of anything they say at this point? We have trust issues. And, and trust it's because issues. of a hospital
1: playlist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can trust nothing from them. Which I'm hoping for the same with that cliffhanger on the end of episode 10. I feel like they've done so many times, especially with Dr. Young's parents back in season one. Every single episode, one of Young suk Young's parents would be hospitalized for something, and he would be freaking out. And then next episode, they would be completely fine. I'm hoping for that situation here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Trust issues, right? Because sometimes it's not fine. <laughs> And then sometimes it's like nothing happened.
0: Yeah. But we need a season three. We're almost done with season two. They can't just kill off one of the main characters.
1: Right? I'm even more worried that they'll say the neurological damage from... Because they said he got hit in the head. And I'm worried that the neurological damage will... They'll be like, ah, this one can't be a doctor anymore. He has no no doctor skills because you all have surgeries that you have to perform
0: hey raquel (laughs) don't
1: sorry i'm sorry i just want you to be prepared
0: i'm not (laughs) i want you to know i'm not in that place i'm not emotionally prepared for any of this there's
1: no way there's no way to be emotionally prepared for this
0: I have only prepared myself for the scenario where we start the episode and Dr. Bong, the ER doctor, is pulling open a curtain going, wow, you got lucky that time. <laughs> and
1: and then uh, uh, June walks in and starts explaining how a liver can be uh-huh.
0: cut
1: in half because it regrows.
0: Mm-hmm. The good old days. <laughs> And they all tease Jung Wan forever for getting mugged or assaulted. Because how how did they hit him in the head? He's so darn tall. And that's the joke. <laughs> that's the joke they wanted to make. Please let and it be that. this is just
1: a fully committed tall joke.
0: <laughs> this is a way too far tall joke hospital <laughs> playlist. You guys took this way too far. Do not hit Jung Jungwon. Um... No segue, Ahn Wan finally got the truth from Gyul, and I feel like a monster for badgering her about telling him.
1: Especially because they tossed in that part with her brother being honest and losing his entire fiancé.
0: <laughs> All of her. <laughs> Every single bit of fiancé that he had, gone
1: i think i meant to say his relationship but i'll tell (laughs) you i uh i said what i said
0: (laughs) we're keeping it in (laughs) no yeah that was exactly the part that made me feel like a jerk i i stand by what i said i think they their partners deserved to know That they come from an abusive home. I think honesty is the best policy. But I didn't need to rush Gjol into that. She was having a really hard time emotionally dealing with it anyways, let alone talking about it and sharing it. And I'm back here in the peanut gallery going, you have to tell him. If you pretend to love him anymore without telling him, then you're a (laughs) lie. You are a (laughs) sham. Like, ew, who am I? Be better.
1: To be fair to you, either his now ex fiance had some emotional stuff she needed to deal with, or she's a terrible person, because there is no gray area for you to look at the person you love and trust and change your entire opinion of them because of choices their abusive, their abuser made. And say, I think that you are a bad person only because I now have this knowledge. Or I think you could be an abuser only because I now have this knowledge uh, about someone else's actions against you and your family. It's one thing if she found out he had a history of abuse himself, but that he came clean to her about... Something like that, and she felt that way. Like I said, maybe she has some abuse in her own past, and some emotional stuff that she has to work through, and that's why she couldn't make it work. That is also a possibility. That said, if not, what a unrealistic monster. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. to. is this too polarizing? Am I going to get shouted at by someone who has feelings about this? I don't know. But I'm very upset about someone being judged for someone else's choices.
0: I think that's valid. I don't have much to add to it, but I think you have a good point. Thank you.
1: And I think that is to your credit, which is to say, mm, almost no other human being uh, would have reacted the way that her brother's ex fiance did. So Ugh. her coming clean to Chiboy. I don't know why he's Chiboy, but he's Chiboy. Um, <laughs> he's and, Chiboy I, like to all of Like you said, us. in that in her own time, but also there was no possible way. I, he is Buddha and a living angel. I Ugh. think he's got this.
0: He's got this. He's doing good. We just need to get that ring back out. Let's proposal round two. I'm so excited for you guys. You went through your first big adult conversation together. And I'm very, very happy about how things are going. If we could just speed it up. I don't need a love triangle. Hi, homeboy, whoever you are. Please stay seated for the duration of the ride. (laughs) We don't need your drama.
1: You're super cute. Um... Don't though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but like that poor young man being outed immediately.
1: What is wrong with that s- that professor, doctor, professor? Um, kick him out of the room.
0: Yeah, that's not appro- It's not appropriate to talk about ideal types anyways. That's a weird topic. But you were at lunch. I guess everyone was consenting to the topic. That's fine, but then to bring it up later in front, in front of, of his
1: colleague, his crush slash colleague slash senior, I think. I think yeah. she is.
0: Oh man, not okay, my guy. Yeah, that
1: is a huge party foul. You're uninvited to You're everything. You're uninvited.
0: You Go can't do your come job. Back to lunch with us. <laughs> You have to work. That's the deal. You don't get lunch anymore. You have to just work. (laughs) A joke. Oh, I hated that scene. Yeah,
1: that was awful.
0: (laughs) So, our boy Jayhawk. I... (laughs)
1: Yai yai. Ay yai yai. Ay yai yai.
0: 100%.
1: He went through it. His wife went through it. There was a lot. Of nuance in all of the issues that they had to confront in this episode, and I think that that's a long-standing, quote unquote, moral dilemma. When what happened to them happens, I sometimes wish it wasn't. You know, which is to say, it is going to be as long as you want the baby. It always will be, right? But I think that's also used a lot. You know, the the whole reasoning is used it is it it's kind of like a philosophical question, right? Where you have to make a big decision based on morals and desires and life and death situations and it's just unbelievably tough. And I think they did a good job of handling it, but I don't know. Poor buddies. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought they did a very good job. I'm my only frustration, quote unquote, I guess two. I have two two nits to pick. One, mm-hmm. leave Jayhawk alone. He's He needs a break. He just got robbed in season one of a big chunk of money. And he and his wife were separated for like a year. And they finally got back together. And all he wanted to do was talk about how happy they were. Even though they had finally made the very hard decision to stop trying to have a baby which they were very excited about and he decided you know it's important to me to be happy and to have my wife and I've got I've got to choose happiness so here I am being happy don't don't take that away from him I don't like this.
1: deserves to be happy.
0: He tries so hard every day to be happy. And he brings joy to other people. He is
1: (laughs) the single reason jun held it together after his breakup.
0: Yes, because he told no one, but the closest he came to telling someone was probably Jayhawk. And just leave this poor man alone. I don't understand why he is the writer's punching bag. I'm sad. Yeah. Yeah, he's just
1: there to be abused at this point.
0: My second nit to pick would be that it just happened a little too fast. I think it was well-paced as the episode was happening, so it definitely passed the Hitchcock test. I think that's the right term. Where While watching it, no, no issues, was happy with it. But now, stepping back later... Looking at my notes being like, wow, they're so happy together. I'm so happy for them. Oh my gosh, she's pregnant. What a turnaround. I'm so glad for them. Okay, now she's also got cancer. This is not good. Oh, now they're making a decision on what to do about the cancer treatment and the baby. I don't, this is too much. It's happening too fast. This is all one episode. Make your episodes shorter. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. Can we make this across two episodes with shorter episodes? Uh, cause, cause I'm just, you. yeah, I'm just very stressed out by this entire thing. Um, I have a knit to pick now that you've picked some knits. Okay. Okay. I'm a little bit confounded. Maybe I missed like some nuance. Let me know if there was some time in here that this could have happened. But pretty much right out the gate, Yun suk Young had an ultrasound just ready. Early pregnancy, <laughs> they didn't even know they were pregnant. They did the pregnancy test. I don't think you need to do an ultrasound for that, for the pregnancy test part that early on. I think you can determine that someone's pregnant a couple ways besides do it. In fact, I think it, that's one of the harder ways to do it is to look around oh, that's early, a- early pregnancy. Is that pretty common? I don't know. I haven't been pregnant.
0: Oh, she got a urine test when she um, had, like... Oh, God, I forgot the term. She had that, that like, stomach cramping, which mm. I think was, like, mild food poisoning. And so she went to the ER, and they did a urine analysis, and they were like, you tested positive for HCG, which is what they test for in like uh, the home pregnancy tests they just test mm-hmm. for that one hormone and she had such high levels of it that they were like you're pretty much definitely pregnant but go see dr young get an ultrasound just to be 100 percent sure uh,
1: it still feels like a weird turn of events to me. I guess <laughs> I don't know. It just feel. I thought ultrasounds happened much later, right? I thought that that was more of a.
0: Oh, I know, see. Yeah, no. we know.
1: And I also didn't know that they just, yeah, showed you the, they just seemed surprised, like they had made up their mind in one s- scenario, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Yun, Yun So Kyung was like, Hey, actually, let me show you this. Are you excited? (laughs) Are you excited by this? And that instantly and infinitely complicated their decision when it kind of sounded like they wanted to go home and talk it out. And then all of a sudden it was like, Let me give you some incentivizing information.
0: (laughs) That's fair. I think he he presented it well as, Here's all the information. You know that uh you could terminate this pregnancy but just so you know here's how big the tiny tiny microscopic baby inside you is which i think they said she was like 10 weeks pregnant and my ultrasound at 10 weeks which i guess going back to your first question When you suspect you're pregnant, you take a home pregnancy test. And then usually you go to the hospital and get an ultrasound to confirm that you're pregnant. So, yeah, they do them super early. I think I had my first one around like seven weeks pregnant. But it's just like a little blob at that point. And I think even around 10, it's like a tiny blob.
1: Yeah. Is that when I started calling or was it later that I started calling your baby a little marshmallow bean?
0: I would guess that was, like, 10 to 13 weeks
1: Okay, that because it was
0: a little marshmallow, like, ghost person.
1: Yeah, because you sent us a picture of the ultrasound, and it was so cute. It didn't look human, but it was so <laughs> cute. It looked like a little cartoon ghost marshmallow bean creature. Yeah. And now she's a baby.
0: Now she's a baby person. Yeah. So I'm kind of an expert on all this stuff, which is why I'm talking about it. Like I, I mean, know. between the two
1: of us, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know shit about shit, and I just picked some nits I shouldn't have.
0: <laughs> I hope this helps. I think what they what they did seemed normal to me based on one pregnancy, um, except that. He had a very high-definition ultrasound where he's like, look over here, you can see the little fingers and toes. And I was like, that would be the size of one cell at ten weeks. Like, no. <laughs> the fingers no haven't
1: even separated from their fins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are fins, <laughs> yeah. sir. Oh, yeah, that seemed odd. But, what I mean, uh, Yulje seems like a high-tech hospital. I went to a very low-tech hospital in the middle of nowhere. So, who knows? Who's to say? I did not study enough fetal development to know what a baby looks like at 10 weeks. Maybe it's that developed. (laughs) Maybe. I would guess the writers know a lot more medical stuff than I do. So, yeah, we'll just go with it.
1: Yeah, well, I I will accept the writers' expertise. See, I think that's one of... The very few times, we've done pretty darn good at not doing what we do when we watch legal dramas, which is yep. pretend to know anything. <laughs> yep. Um, I think that you shared your experiences and you didn't pretend to actually, um, you know, be an authority versus every time I ever watch a legal drama and decide I took three years of high school debate.
0: So,
1: <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: fair thank you that's how i tried to frame it but we'll see hit us up in the comments in the nicest possible ways
1: please because we're delicate flowers you could just inform us without hurting our feelings i'm happy to be informed and sad to have my feelings hurt
0: (laughs) oh I think the only other thing I can remember off the top of my head is I finally learned the ER doctor's name. Dr. Bong.
1: Yeah. I he finally got this his time, time to shine.
0: <laughs> they were like, he's a character now. I know he was... The one in season one who explained the relationship between the Fab Five. He's always been here. We've never known who he was or what he did or I who he was.
1: honestly thought he was much higher up in the... Ch- I thought he was a chief before jun became chief, you know? That's fair. I thought he was way high up because it just seemed like he was hanging out with the director a lot. And they were make- they were talking about big decisions together. Oh, I think I'm thinking of someone else now, though. I
0: think you're thinking of Mr. Kettle. Yeah, I think you're right. They look really similar. Once you started saying that, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they do look. But I'm mm-hmm. pretty attracted to Dr. Bong. Yeah, me too. He's a very good-looking man. He's a good-looking man, and I I see it now, Mr. Kettle. He's like a 10 to 20-year-older version. Yeah. I'm into that guy, too. <laughs> Just oh. Bless. One generation removed (laughs)
1: Mr. Kettle Minus one generation Or Dr. Dr. Bong Bong, Plus one
0: generation (laughs) (laughs) We love to see it all And I'm glad he's getting his time to shine I loved that scene where he was like As an ER doctor It's not my job to get noticed It's my job to save lives Mm, You are a fine man
1: that said, can you imagine being in the shoes of the person expressing their feelings and it almost becoming, just becoming the villain in that moment? I just, I feel <laughs> like I would get so caught up in a moment, you know, in in an injustice like that. And then someone would point that out to me and I would burst into flames. <laughs> because the way he, fr- I mean, he was pretty gentle about it. But also the way he framed it was very, am I better than everyone else?
0: (laughs) It's hard because I think he framed it as, I am better than everyone else. Yeah, fully. And I'm being humble about it, as humble as I can be. But I genuinely don't care about anyone else thanking me or their feelings about me. I just... I'm the best, and that's start and finish all I care about. It's just enough for me to save lives, you know? That's, that's some boss <laughs> energy, and I see it. I see it. I'm also, I get why you're infuriated by it. Yeah. It's unrelatable, which is hard. Yeah,
1: yeah, because I, I think I can relate to the guy who, who just felt the injustice a little bit more right because i'm not a demigod um, yeah so i don't maybe have the level of emotional intelligence needed to always be the bigger person and you feel good about every situation there are a lot of times in my real life job where i am not emotionally the bigger person professionally yes i always you know do what needs to be done and take a polite tone but the way i actually feel is so different and i am a small small person who really <laughs> doesn't love everyone you know
0: Mm-hmm. yeah i think for me they could rectify this by having a scene especially with Dr. Bong and, like, someone like Aung Jung Wan, who is also perceived to be a Buddha-like person, very would probably also say something similar to, I don't need the thanks, I just need to save lives. Like, ew, get away. If they had those two together and Dr. Bong had a moment where he reveals, like, I do Want to be thanked. I do wish I had some recognition, but I've got to keep doing the best job for my patients. I can't get caught up in gratitude and getting noticed because that would just distract me from doing the best that I can. I think he'll have maybe more opportunity to do something like that with our cliffhanger from episode 10, but I do see why. To this intern, this very new person, why it might have felt like the right moment to say, you just got to let it go. I yeah. am perfect and I let it go. <laughs> Be like and me. you just got to do the same thing. I promise you <laughs> it is possible. Maybe he thought that was the best move as far as a teaching opportunity yeah. and showing someone younger than him some practices some best practices
1: yeah and i'm sure that that young man is probably better than me even and can take that and run with it versus like i said i would just burst into flames for (laughs) in shame so you know i'll work on maybe taking criticism and he can take the criticism and grow from
0: it Mm. i think you have a fair point like The rest of this show, I think the doctors, especially our Fab Five, have done an exceptional job of saying, I am not perfect. I am not above feeling human emotions. And so it was kind of frustrating to see this moment where another amazing doctor who we love is given the opportunity as a teaching moment to say, hey, I'm not perfect, I feel the same feelings as you, but here's how I handle them, and that's how you become a professional. And instead he's like, I've never felt the feelings that you feel. It sounds <laughs> sad? Pathetic? Mm, I don't know. You you could figure that one out on your own. But good luck. Um... Good luck.
1: <laughs> no,
0: Dr. Bong, don't do that. Don't tell him that. <laughs> He's just a baby. He's just a baby. Tell him you also want to be thanked, but that's not what the job's about. Nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. I'm better than you. (laughs) (laughs) Is this an opportunity to tell you that I'm better than you? I am. (laughs) Oh, Dr. Bong, you villain. (laughs) The
1: true villain of the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Do you have any, any last moments, any last standout moments? Um, just how gosh darn cute Ikjun and Songhua
1: were holding hands in the rain for a split second before Ikjun had to remember what she last said about maybe them starting something and take it away. And then also the little tiny non-cliffhanger flashback at the end of episode nine. Uh, where we find out, did we talk, I think we talked about this pre-show, but not during the show, right? I would have been so
0: sad if we had not done it on recording.
1: Yeah, so if we talk about it twice, it's because this is secretly the third time, but I think it's only the second time and the first time on recording, as far as I know. Same. And so, yes, just that, you I think we had our suspicions, right, that she, that night, was waiting for him to confess and she was looking forward to hanging out specifically with Ikjun for her birthday, but she had also just devastated Seokhyun.
0: <laughs> I don't remember ever thinking that. Oh,
1: okay, so just my, my dumb-dumb... You're a pretty
0: good guesser. You're okay. very good at prediction corner.
1: I can't remember if we ever got that prediction on recording. I think we talked about that night and how I thought... Was kind of thinking it was leading to him confessing and that she, he was the other person that she liked because she said she did like someone at some point and I thought it was him. Um, but maybe I ha- maybe I kept that all in my brain. And if I did, I'm so sorry for doing that thing. It's like when little kids, uh, uh, say, Oh, I knew the answer the whole time. I just <laughs> didn't want to say it.
0: <laughs> You're that little kid now. It's me. (laughs) But you're adorable doing it. I genuinely... No idea. I'm a big old potato. Never occurred to me that she was waiting for him that night. And it broke my heart to watch her wait for his text. Oh, She was so excited. She was so excited. And all those years of shoulda, woulda, coulda, where they could have been together. Crazy. Yeah.
1: I mean, it worked out because... Wouldn't turn back the clock as far as Wuju goes. So
0: yeah, not at all. Perfect kid.
1: Yep. But uh, gee, dang it! Those poor kids when they were when they were young and secretly in love.
0: Oh, so cute. Oh, but what are we going to do moving forward? That's what's important. Are we going to end up in the hospital in the ER next episode? Unable to get back to his normal life? Or is it going to be a tall joke? And (laughs) Ikjun and Songhua are going to end up together. What's it going to be? Hospital playlist.
1: What are we going to do? I know what I'd prefer.
0: (laughs) I know what my heart can handle.
1: (laughs) Um... I think one thing I just want to mention before we wrap up is that I'm going to be really disappointed in their romance storyline if she continues to wait on him to confess. Because I don't like when a person turns someone down and then changes their mind But then waits until it comes back up.
0: Yeah. For whatever
1: reason. Any of the reasons to do that are I I don't think they're acceptable. I don't care for them. So
0: not okay. Songhwa needs to confess next if she wants that. Let's get the ball rolling.
1: Yeah. And that's all I'll say, and then we'll see what happens with the big tall joke. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a tall joke to tell us <laughs> uh, are you. Wait, do you have anything else?
0: I. No, I don't. Okay. I love your transition. <laughs> if
1: you have a big, tall joke to tell us, um, you can email us at playonkpodcast at gmail.com.
0: If you have a short, tall joke to tell us, you can do it at playonk on Twitter or at playonkpodcast on Instagram.
1: <laughs> if you have a big, short joke to tell us that's appropriate,
0: <laughs> you can. <laughs>
1: What? I don't know, I don't know You can review our episode and Now there's parameters yeah. I'm sorry, I think that tall jokes are Maybe more acceptable than short jokes For a lot of reasons
0: mm, Okay, okay, if you have any spare tall jokes Just sitting around still at average of- size <laughs> jokes <laughs> If you have any jokes about average-sized people Or tall people Then go to our website PlanK.com please
1: (laughs) This has gotten out of control Uh, I think there was an Implication there that you can rate, review, and subscribe Where you listen Um, I'll just leave it there It would help us out (laughs) That's
0: all We'll see you for the finale I'm sure you've already watched it I can't imagine watching that cliffhanger And then just stopping the the show to listen to our stupid podcast no i know you already know what's happened (laughs) don't tell us don't tell us we will see you next week for the last two episodes of hospital playlist season two (laughs) okay
1: bye okay bye